Joining us on the program today, we have uh, several members of the Oscar Jacobson's Foundation, and uh, they're with the Oscar Jacobson House in Norman, under the auspices of the University of Oklahoma. Uh, let's introduce first uh, Brent Greenwood, and he's the chairman of the Board of Trustees. Brent, how are you doing today? Good morning, sir. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Also, we have uh, Eric Singleton. He's a member of the Board of Trustees. Eric, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And we also have E.J. Sweetly, and uh, she's with the foundation and does a lot of the uh, a lot of the work with the Jacobson House. And good morning, E.J. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Hey, we're glad you could be part of the program today, and uh, we we just want to do have you come on the program and talk about the Jacobson House and uh, what it is and how exciting it is to have. Uh, this facility that's uh, really kind of groundbreaking and uh, really supporting Native American arts. Yes, yes, totally. Um, so if I may, I'd just like to comment to that. Um, again, this is Brent Greenwood, and I am Chickasaw and Ponca, and I currently um, serve as also the Fine Arts Director for the Chickasaw Nation, and I am a visual artist. I've been painting for over, well, nearly 25 years throughout Oklahoma and have, have had res, you know, representation in Santa Fe, New Mexico. But what I'm here to talk about today, obviously, is my passion and dedication to the Jacobson House and the foundation. Um, my first art show was on the grounds of the Jacobson House back in 1999, I believe. And um, ever since then, I've always just had a place in my heart for the Jacobson House and the mission and the programming and the services and everything surrounding it. So as years went on, I've always stayed, you know, stayed connected and involved and then, you know, was asked to serve on the board. And I've kind of continued that uh, to this day since 2019, 2018 is when I started my term. But I've been so invested in with COVID and everything happened to COVID. I felt like um, we we're just now starting to gain some traction again. And I didn't want to necessarily jump off the board yet. So I'm still remaining on to serve in this position as a, the current chairman of the board of trustees. But the Jacobson House itself, my main thing, and I want to express to everyone, is that we're still here. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere. If anything, things are better, and they're going to get better. We have an awesome uh, board supporting the mission and the vision of the Jacobson House to keep the programming and services going. Um, we don't have day-to-day -day operations necessarily secured yet because we don't have an executive director. However, we are coming together to open the house when possible by appointment and with upcoming exhibits and programming that we're scheduling for the fall. So um, let me just be real quick, too. I, I know I kind of <laughs> went along with that, but the Jacobson House itself has been around since the 1920s. Actually, Dr. Oscar Jacobson was the first fine arts director for the School of Art at University of Oklahoma in 1915 and then 1917, I believe he started the construction of the Jacobson House with a lot of input from his wife, of course. And so they constructed the, the house like in a kind of a Spanish style. And so it's a very unique home, you know, just set on the corner of Chautauqua and Boyd in Norman, Oklahoma, a very beautiful space. But over the years, you know, the house is over 100 years old now. But in the 80s, 90s, it kind of fell in a little disrepair. And the university at that time thought it might be best to go ahead and maximize their space and their profits by just raising the house and making a parking lot. Well, there were there were a group of individuals that thought otherwise, thankfully, and um, came together to support the 
the the house and uh, took over the lease payment of the house, put the house in the historic register in the nineteen I think blizzard nineteen eighty six, and then ever since then that kind of solidified our place in Norman, and just from there on it's been a, a, a fixture in the Norman Native Arts community and general community at large, and a partner as well. So that's kind of the the mission and in a nutshell, kind of what we want to do is to be able to be a partner in the community. And uh, for the native arts, the native students at OU, because the house is also known for the Kiowa Six. That is where the Kiowa Six were first brought into the uh, the Western art scene, if you will. And they um, were exposed to modern materials and tools and just use that to um, explore that narrative of native life, Kiowa life, and put it into context on cam or on backboard, canvas, what have you. And then from there, they exhibited overseas, and so it's the rest is history. But um, I know I'm always leaving out a little bit, and I would like to let Dr. Singleton chime in, anything else that he would like to. Okay, uh, so Eric, uh, yeah, talk about your background a little bit and uh, your love for the for the Jacobson House. Sure, uh, and i got to say, uh, Brent pretty much nailed it. I, I don't know what else to add to that. Pretty great <laughs> explanation. Um uh, my name is Eric Singleton. I'm the curator of ethnology at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, and and uh, I've been uh, on the board of the Jacobson Foundation since 2018 as well. And uh, it is a place of great uh, uh, pride and love for me. Uh, as a student at the University of Oklahoma, I used to go to the to the house all the time. I lived down the street, and um, and uh, anyway, it's just it's got such a great history and, and not only for you know norman and oklahoma community but uh, the kiowa six who studied there really kind of you know are the foundation of this modern art movement you know so they start going to gallup and you know you see other schools kind of originate from them and then artists that we all know and love today woody crumbo and others you know says it's you know basically because it's the Kiowa artists that were there, it kind of gave them the inspiration to do what they did. So they really just are kind of the backbone of, of, of so much of what we have today. And that's something that should be celebrated and remembered. And our goal with the foundation is just to continue to teach about Native American arts and cultures, uh, not just in Oklahoma, but everywhere, and to um, remember this legacy and also pass it on to the next generation. Such a great history uh, throughout the years, and uh, finally be able to get some recognition in the Western art world. I know is uh, is specific, uh, particularly uh, exciting for for the Jacobson House and others like it. EJ, how about you? Give it a little bit of your background and uh, what you uh, do with the Jacobson House. Okay, so my name is EJ Sweetly, and I am Comanche. I am Comanche who grew up in Carnegie, Oklahoma, um, which is Kiowa country. Um, I have been a volunteer here at the Jacobson House um, since 2016 and um, have really enjoyed my time here. Um, through that time, I have come to um, serve on the Board of Trustees, and um, I've really enjoyed uh, working with everybody um, on the board, it's been uh, for me as like a young professional. Just uh, it's been a lot of um, friendships and mentorships um, for for just you know it, with learning about 
art and uh, understanding that it's you know more than just um, making art that makes the art business run but there's another side to it as well and so um, definitely since you know my time of being here I've been um, you know learning about those things um, one of the things that I was really um, happy about that we got to do uh, together was through COVID and um, we really uh, got to um, do a lot of uh, online programming and got to just really um, enhance what we were offering uh, to people um, during a time that was kind of really hard and so, uh, you know, like uh, the guy said that we have recently, um, you know, reopened and we're really excited about our 21st century exhibit, which will be opening. Uh, we have an opening reception on September the 8th and then the opening day officially is September the 9th. Let's talk about uh, the reopening of the Jacobson House. It just happened uh, just uh, earlier this year, right? As far as christening? or yes. yes. Yeah, that was in the spring, um, and that was uh, during May. We kind of had to separate those events a little bit, and Eric actually really led um, the planning for those two events. Eric, if you wanted to chime in on that. Uh, sure, yeah. Well, I'd say, like EJ mentioned, you know, it's it's such a group effort. We have just a wonderful board, and, um, and it's so great when you work so well and have such uh, pride and respect in the people you work with. And... Um, but that was a big deal for us. The University of Oklahoma really stepped up, and they committed hundreds of thousands of dollars to remaking and re-fixing up the, the JH, um, you know, redoing electricity, you know, adding in new lights, painting, uh, fixing our foundation. And so with COVID and that, we were really kind of closed for the last few years. So we had a, a really wonderful grand reopening Um and so we had a, a great Saturday in early May, and we had a lot of artists out there. We had performers. It's you know people think that it's sometimes just about you know paintings and some more traditional artwork, but it's also about singing. Jake DJ uh, has done a wonderful job uh, establishing uh, like poetry sessions and these uh, in the quarantine diaries, and you know just allowing anyone that wants to uh, express themselves to have a venue at the JH. So, you know, we just kind of welcome everybody, and it's just been great. Yeah, just to piggyback, you know, piggyback off of that, um, totally agree with everything you said, Eric, and to that, um, yeah, that's what this is about. It's about the community and being all-inclusive. And the COVID, we took the good with the bad, blessing in disguise, call it what you want, but when we were shut down with COVID, it also gave time for those talks with OU to um, negotiate, to see what could be done to help us in our situation. Cause the, the house was and really some, um, uh, there was some structural damage. And, and so they really invested, reinvested into the house and um, it's right up there with any fine art, um, like small setting type center that you might see. It's really quaint. It's cause it's the original house, but they totally gave it a facelift. And of course, the wiring issues. I mean, it was pretty. Some of the wiring was janky. I don't know how old it was, but you could you could jiggle a light socket and lights would flicker, and it was crazy. Oh, no. it was one of those wow. situations. And then they and then they restored the floors to their original finish, um, pretty much as close as they could. And the, so they're it's beautiful. It's got a nice clean look uh, with Eric's help of you know the hanging installation hardware. Everything is really up to date. There's modern track lighting so we can house exhibits which we are planning an exhibit schedule for the upcoming 2024 year. Um, so yeah, we're excited about you know being more of a, a, a presence now that we're open. It's just going to take 
people time to realize that, hey, we're, we're still here. And ultimately, I think our next big push, we're, we need to really have a capital campaign to find an executive director to see these day-to-day operations through so that we can fully support like we need to because we're all um, professionals working our day jobs or our professions and uh, we're doing this volunteer work as you know for a nonprofit just purely for the as you can tell for the love of it and what we do and we all have a personal connection Mm -hmm. to it and I think that's what makes it special for our board and the support that we put towards the Jacobson Um, but just yeah, I just want to say that much. Um, the quarantine diaries, those are virtual um, programming series done through Zoom, and we we did a Facebook Live. And so EJ was a big part of that and responsible for that. So anyway, just want to comment that much on that. And um, but yeah, I'm excited about where we're going and where we're headed with everything, and uh, just want to keep it keep it moving. Hey EJ, can you talk about the quarantine diaries and uh, uh, what that's all about? Oh, so the Quarantine Diaries was an online programming series um, that we started. Uh, that was, of course, it, we began it in 2020, and it ran over a few months. Um, we had a lot of different Indigenous um, writers and authors um, who really stepped up, and honestly, they volunteered their, their time and talents with us um, to come on. And this, it was uh, kind of like a TV show, basically, but or like a Zoom show, because a lot of people were doing that, you know, during covid and, um, you know, it just kind of gave us a different place to explore, too, I think, um, with uh, being a nonprofit and having to take, you know, when we used to do everything in person and suddenly taking everything online. But, um, yeah, it was a beautiful place for people to be able to share their works, you know, so um, the public could be able to, um, you know, hear new works from authors still. Um, they had the access to be able to, you know, speak with them and ask them questions. Um, so it was a really good programming series that we were able to do during COVID. Um, we had a lot of different authors. And actually, Oscar Hokia um, was really um, helpful in helping me um, find the first uh, year's uh, writers whenever we put that together. And Oscar Hokia was at our um, reopening um, whenever, that was in May. And yes, and he's an indigenous author from Tulsa. Let's uh, focus a little bit more on the uh, upcoming uh, art show, and you are currently seeking uh, Native American artists to be part of uh, part of this great exhibit that's going to be uh, coming up uh, this fall. Yes, absolutely. So um, what's going to be really cool about this um, exhibit, 21st Century, um, is that uh, each submitting artist can um, submit uh, multiple types of mediums. So we'll be looking at different types of work. Um, we have a few textiles coming in that will be new. Um, we will have a few sculptures, um, you know, in addition to the paintings that, you know, a lot of people see. Um, and so it is really um, my hope that if this does uh, go well for us, that we could potentially turn this into a biennial so that we were able to continue to, you know, produce, um, you know, new and emerging artists and just, you know, still being able to, to come together to the house for a purpose. So you'll be, t- you're taking applications uh, through uh, the end of the month. Is that right? Uh, yes, so the um, deadline is August 30th. That is the last day to submit. Um, there is a link um, that is available on our Facebook page. Um, and that is, a, a, if you go on Facebook, if you just look up Jacobson House, um, we're on there. And so, uh, yeah, we're uh, taking work until August 30th. And then the- just to that, can I can I add something real quick? Just Sure. Um, and two, there is like a stipulations for that too. There are three stipulations primarily that you must be 21 years or older. You must be an Oklahoma resident and must be a member of one of the, one of the uh, 39 tribes that are headquartered here in Oklahoma. 
Now, is there is there a fee for them to enter, or they could just apply and? Uh... Uh, no, there is there is no fee, which is wonderful. <laughs> and uh, just is yeah, it no, could change as the show grows, but for this this um, inaugural year, I think definitely um, it's, it's a really cool thing that we did not have to put that on there for this year. And this is open to Native American artists throughout the country. Uh, other this, uh, no, in, be in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma. Yes. Right. Yeah, they yes. have to have. Yeah, they have to have residents in Oklahoma. Gotcha. All righty. So uh, that leaves the door wide open. There's a there's a lot. <laughs> so. Um, well, and also too, it's a it's a um, I would say semi competitive show, but there are award monies being provided. We we will have a best of place or best of show award, and then um, we will have a first, second, and third place. We will provide a first place, um, but I think there will. We have advertised the best of show second and third, but we're going to provide a first place award as well. But there will be one overall best of show award presented at the show. And then the winners will be getting kind of an honorary membership to the foundation? Yes, for, for each submitting artist that is chosen to show work, each of them will um, also receive a one-year um, free membership. So who's who's on the selection committee? Uh, so the jurors are Micah Wesley, and Micah is Kiowa in Muskogee. Uh, Chad Earls, Chad is Caddo. Jay Nicole Hatfield, and Jay Nicole is Comanche and Kiowa. And Janet DeVito, and she is Comanche, Kiowa, and Apache. So about how many how many exhibitors do you think there may be for this exhibit? Um, currently, we are at about 25 artists. That's a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, excited. I mean, <laughs> ideally, it would be awesome to get all 39 tribes represented, right? I would um, love to do that. That is for the future. <laughs> so in two years, let's do it. <laughs> so, but just so there's not confusion, you know, there are only technically 38 federally recognized tribes here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. The 39th tribe is only state recognized, and that's the Uchi. But they are included in the show. Tribal artists from the Uchi Nation are included if they want to be. And then uh, the the exhibit will be at the Jacobson House uh, for how long? Until November November eleventh. November eleventh. Will there be a uh, so there's going to be a formal uh, opening, right? When is that? Yes, that will be on September the eighth. All right, and uh, is that an invitation opening, or anybody can go to that? Oh, that that well, that is an invite saying that if you would like to come, please come. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. open reception. Yes, it is open. All right, and uh, that's on a Sunday, is that right? At what time? Uh, no, that's on a Friday. Oh, evening. Friday. Sorry about that. Yes, yes. So um, we will open the gallery at five, and we'll start the program at six. The program, um, the reception itself, um, will be just kind of just a few opening words, and then we will have um, a performer. We're still in the process of booking our performer. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and that'll run through uh, the first part of November. Will it be open every day or just uh, weekends or what's, what's the um, right, we, ha- we haven't opened up the schedule, but right now I'm thinking this is going to be a show that's going to be open on the weekends. And really galleries, I mean, that, that is kind of the primary time to be open is like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are, those are gallery days. Yeah. And it will be kind of, um, it'll be tough. You know, you're, we're also dealing with OU football games. So, <laughs> well, I say tough, but also too the people that do come in love to look at art. So that's yeah, enough yeah. value of people looking yeah. at art. Yeah, so yeah, we'll be there anyway. <laughs> so it works out. <laughs> there yeah, you go. It works out. We'll be there anyway. 
Now, will there be <laughs> is it free admission to go see the exhibit? No, there's no admission to see this exhibit. It will be free. All righty. So we, uh, there, well, there won't be donations. There yeah, we take donations. There that. you go. <laughs> we take yeah. the, it'll, it'll be in the corners. And sure. They have something cool on them so you remember they're there. <laughs> All right. So the, so then I might add, too, um, we haven't set the date yet, but we do plan on having a winter art market. And usually that happens. Sometimes it's happened in the past Black Friday weekend or the first weekend in december where there's other art markets going on so we have to kind of coordinate like our schedule yeah yeah so but that's forthcoming too we got to solidify that date but okay. all right uh, let's uh all let's right, Brent, interview <laughs> so let's uh let's talk about uh, how folks can reach out to you and you're on social media and you've got a is there a website yes uh uh, the best way is um, Facebook, I think, is, is the best way, and our emails um, is how uh, a lot of our community keeps in touch with us. All right. Uh, that's awesome. uh, jacobsonhouse at gmail.com. And that's J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N, Jacobson Foundation, Oscar Jacobson Foundation. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric, do you have anything else for us today? No, this has been great. I just, uh, I'm just really excited for all the hard work EJ's put into the show, and I think it's great. And I'd like to stress to everyone once again that, that the JH is free and open, open to the public. We really want to want you to come out and see and, and learn about the history, and then also to uh, tell us your experiences. You know, I know a lot of people have been connected to the Jacobson since the mid eighties. And so, uh, there's a lot of wonderful stories out there and I might for any volunteer, any listeners out there say, if you're interested in becoming a docent, uh, or to volunteering to please contact us at Jacobson at gmail.com or reach out through Facebook, like EJ mentioned. So we're looking for new docents and new volunteers and, uh, and we'd love to talk to you. All right. Uh, Brent, how about you? Ditto. <laughs> no, that, that Eric summed it up really well. Like I said, I, I, we're just excited um, for the future of the JH now. We're stepping into a new era. And uh, like I said, so thankful for the support of, and I could go on with all the individuals that owe you that um, were part of this effort. Definitely Alan Mooring was the mm-hmm. architect um, that helped steer this, as well as Dr. Joshua Nelson who is a board member returning from overseas. Um, so anyway, I could go on and on, but I just want to mention those two for sure uh, that help bridge that gap and get uh, OU's reinvestment and get them back on board with the support of the Jacobson House and uh, Foundation. And we're just, uh, we're just happy and excited for what the future holds for the, for the next uh, chapter of the Jacobson. And EJ, I'll give you one more shot at it too. Okay, I just would say that with, definitely with the volunteer um, call out is that yes, we're always churning new volunteers, especially with this exhibit opening. I think sometimes people are a little um, intimidated thinking, you know, oh, it's an art gallery. It's so easy to be able to come and volunteer and just kind of take care of the space. I mean, you kind of have to think of it like that, but it, it is it's a wonderful um, experience and opportunity for anybody who wants to help take care of art. Well, my thanks to all of you for being on the program today, and we encourage anyone who might have an interest in the Oscar Jacobson House and the foundation to uh, reach out. And, uh, again, 
uh, Oscar Jacobson, J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N. Thank you all for being on the program today.